Disability Talks with Shane, talking all things disability. Welcome to a very special episode of Disability Talk with Shane. Uh, We're recapping some of the big interviews that Shane has done through 2021, season one. Excited about this one, mate? Yes, I am very excited. We've got a lot to squeeze in. I tell you what, part of podcasting that I love the most and I love being able to work with you on your podcast is speaking to some wonderful people with some terrific stories. You've got a big network of people. Yes, I have, even with your um, knowledge yeah, people that you thought of. Absolutely. So it's all about giving people the opportunity to share their stories with your platform. Uh, it's gone really fast, hasn't it? Have you really enjoyed it? Yes, I have. Very very, very enjoyed it. What about you, pushing oh, the buttons? I love pushing the buttons, mate. You push my buttons every time we do the podcast. So <laughs> it's fun. And uh, as I said, we love listening to people's stories. And you'd be able to provide that platform for people to do that. I think it's absolutely wonderful. So we've got a lot to squeeze into recap number one, season one. Let's go all the way back to episode four. Uh, and Sam Colley from Vision Australia Radio. How did you know Sam? Well, on radio, boys, she went to have a look at Virgin Australia and Sam was up the front talking about what he does at Virgin Australia, like Virgin Australia Radio and stuff like that. I thought Sam would have been a perfect candidate because of his eye issues to be part of my um, that podcast. Absolutely. A very inspirational conversation with Sam. Uh, and Shane asked Sam, all about his radio program, Talking Vision. Okay, so Talking Vision is all about the um, the latest happenings in the world of blindness and low vision. So uh, coming up, we've, we're going to have a chat with uh, a couple of people from uh, Paralympics Australia because, you know, the Paralympics are on right now and we've got some, we'll be featuring a couple of, people talking about that and we might even get um an athlete or two um to have a, a chat on um on talking vision so i guess look out for that but um yeah it's basically those sort of things people you know um committing you know you know all these great achievements and things and we want to highlight um the great things people you know who are blind or have low vision are doing in you know not only australia but you know around the world like tokyo and that sort of thing so um that's that's the basic thing and we also have uh segments like we um we have somebody from the vision australia um store who comes on um we've got a telelink program and so when there's you know um special events around that we get them on um and we have some things from the library, you know, audio books and things that are accessible for um, people who are totally blind or have low vision. So, you know, the latest Braille books, all that sort of thing. So uh, it's basically um, anything to do with blindness and low vision. Like if you can think of it, we'll probably cover it. And we're always welcome, welcoming suggestions and people can, you know, email on talkingvision at visionaustralia.org and, um, we're always happy to hear um, stories and, yeah. That was Sam from Vegan Australia. The next chat I've got is Joanna Gorgon. Yeah, Joanna. How do you know Joanna? 
She was my ex-employment uh, coach at my old employment service. Yeah, gotcha. And Joanna's uh, very good at what she does. Uh, a really enjoyable chat. I love uh, understanding how people have different connections with the disability sector as well. Uh, and you've known her for quite some time. She knows you very well. Yeah, and she just fell into her role. She didn't expect to be in that role. No, absolutely. Well, one of the questions that Shane asked was why Joanna works in disability. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, I'll tell you a funny story. I've always seen people and wished that there's no differences. Everyone's the same. There's no such thing as normal, and I don't like that word at all. So the one thing I love about working with people with disabilities, I really, I, I can see that these people with disabilities or special abilities, however you want to describe it, I find them so more, so more realistic, more real, more true than... Um, than you normally would get, I guess, with my social friends. And being able to make a difference in those people's lives has really given me a lot of rewards and um, made some amazing new people as friends too. So it's opened up a whole world for me that I wished I had gone into way earlier in my life. That was Joanna talking about her time in the disability sector. The next chat I've got is Brett Anderson, um, me- yeah. Mental or physical disability. Yeah, so Brett was in episode, episode seven. seven. Uh, so we wanted to find out because he's, he's into the physical stuff, isn't he? He's, he's, he works in gym. Is he Working a personal, gym, trainer? personal trainer? Personal trainer, which I think I need right now. Uh, this was episode seven. And we wanted to find out is, is it harder sort of working with someone that has mental or physical health? And this is what Brett had to say. I think it's more challenging um, with physical because you've really got to nail the exercise. Um, if they're restricted in the movement um, and uh, you don't want to um, cause any um, cause them any pain or any grief or uncom- make them uncomfortable. Um, so I think it's a bit more of a challenge if they're physically impaired that way where um, they can't they just can't do a perform a certain move and you've got to work around it. I think that's a lot harder. Uh, mental disability, um, as I said, like the young fellow was talking about, um, you've got to keep reinforcing how to do the move. Even though you show them, they may still do it slightly different to what you're just showing them. So you just want to keep working on that and just keep showing and just keep reinforcing. So that's probably not as hard. I'd say, yeah, I'd say the physical disability is a bit harder because you've really got to make sure that you... Um, work out something they can do um, that doesn't basically um, make them feel uncomfortable or in pain or something like that. And you, you work around it and you've got to probably do a little bit more, as I said earlier, a little bit more research um, to try and work around those disabilities. That was Brett Anderson from Episode 7 on Season 1 of Disability Talk with Shane. Uh, in episode five, you chatted to a good friend of yours, Peter Negri from Clubmates. Now, tell your listeners what Clubmates is all about and what's your involvement with Clubmates. Clubmates is a disability uh, travel agency. The first time I've heard of it was at my old employment service. Mm. Have you been able to use Clubmates in the past? Not yet. All right, but you're hopeful of it because hopeful a little thing called restrictions and COVID put a stop to that, didn't it? Yes, it did. Now, I've got a question for you, Shane. If you're able to use Clubmates tomorrow and go anywhere you could go, anywhere possible you could go is all open to you and you could do it, where would you go? 
Queensland. Yeah, how far north Queensland? All the way. All the way. I think uh, I might join you on that one as well. Let's take the podcast on the road. Uh, one of the questions that Shane asked, and it actually was a very interesting story that Peter shared, was about transiting a young person through aeroplanes because he wanted to travel overseas in that Yeah, Miami. over to... Um, was it South Africa? South Africa, and he was on a wheelchair. They wanted to find out what, how it would, would cope. Absolutely. Let's uh, have a listen to see how Peter explained how they transited people through uh, in preparation for an overseas travel flight. So what we did was I was standing at an expo, or just a travel expo, nothing related to disability. I was standing at a travel expo, and uh, it was pretty quiet. Anyway, this lady comes up. She goes, oh, you do holidays, do you? I said, yeah, 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 we do supported holidays. She goes, oh. I've got a guy and he's in a wheelchair, but yeah, I don't, you probably couldn't take him. I said, yeah, yeah, we can do that. And I said, where do you want to go? And they said, oh, South Africa. I went, oh, yeah, we can do that. Oh, this guy's quite a big guy. I'm six foot three. I'm pretty, I'm about 120 kilos, so reasonably large. Anyway, this guy's about the same size as me. And uh, this friend of his, he said, oh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll get, uh, I might get someone to give you a ring. I said, yeah, yeah, that's all right. Not thinking anyone would because I said, oh, Travel Expo, probably, maybe, maybe not. Well, the next day, his mum and dad phoned me up and said, oh, look, uh, apparently you can take our son to South Africa. It's his dream to go to South Africa. I said, yeah, 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 no worries. I said, what does he want to do? He goes, oh, he just wants to see all the animals, loves the animals. Anyway, this guy, uh, I'll just say his first name, Steve. Steve, I contacted his parents back and I said, yeah, we can do that, no worries. So we booked... um, and I said, we want to test it first to see how the systems go uh, with getting him on and off aircraft and things like that uh, because there's some technicalities around getting someone in a big motorised wheelchair that needs a hoist, commode, full personal care and everything else on and off aircraft and whatnot. So our first trip we did, uh, sorry, he lives in Sydney, went to Sydney, Brisbane, transited him through Brisbane to test out that system and then flew him into Darwin. He did seven days in Darwin, and then we did the reverse coming home. So transiting back through Brisbane, back into Sydney. That's a really interesting story. I didn't know how much work was involved in that. That was Peter Negri from Club Mates. He's a great guy, isn't He's he, He's a Peter? great guy, Peter Negri. And I tell you what, if you're looking for a holiday or something and you're in the sector and you want to go and explore parts of the world or anywhere around the country, Peter at Club Mates is the go-to guy. Yes, it is. The next... Yeah. Next shout I've got is Cindy Warren from Umbrella Support. The that was episode number 18. Episode 18, and it's about handmade by us. I wanted to bring people together because socialising and friendships is really, really important for everybody. Whether you have a disability or not, connection is so important for everyone. And having friends feels nice. And so what I wanted to do was incorporate friendships with some activity that wasn't employment-based because we do most of the employment during the week. I wanted to do something a little bit different. And arts and crafts is fun. Everyone can do it. Everyone can try it. Uh, Not everything is for everyone, but we give it a go. Um, And I also wanted to incorporate what we call the GEM principles. So G-E-M, which stands for Gratitude, Empathy, and mind, mindfulness. It's come from the Resilience Project. And so what we try and do is be really positive about things. We have open group discussions. 
uh, which everyone contributes to. Um, some of the things we've been working on at the moment are things that those negative thoughts that come into your mind, we're going to flip them over and make them into a positive thought. So, you know, an example of that would be, we're going to talk about dinner a little bit later, but uh, what if I go to dinner with my friends and I have a really bad time? And those awful little, you know, horrible thoughts that um, pop into your head. So what we're going to do is flip those over and say, well, what if I go to dinner and I have a really good time? What if I go to dinner and I make a new friend? So that's one of the things that we do at Handmade by us is, is change. We're slowly as a group changing our mindsets to be really grateful for things and to be really positive about things. And I think that's why, uh, in answer to your question, Shane, is why I started Handmade by us because I really want to make a difference to people's mindset and have some fun and socialising along the way. The very talented Cindy Warren, who has been in the industry for quite some time. And what a great program that is. Shane and I, we've both been involved with Handmade by Us from time to time and been able to go down and get crafty, which we're not very good at. No, we're not. But we had a go at it, didn't we? Yes, we did. (laughs) We're good doing podcasts. We'll leave the crafty stuff for the crafty people. Look, I don't want to get involved but I'm pretty sure I know the guy in the news police said they're looking for. If you know something, speak up. Crime Stoppers Victoria offers a confidential reporting service online and by phone. You choose how much information you share and whether you want to remain anonymous. Help solve crime and make the community a safer place without even saying your name. Share what you know at crimestoppersvic.com.au. Or call 1-800-333-000. Back in episode 13, we chatted to Alicia Wilson. Now, she's the co-founder of Live and Social. It was a business that take young people with a disability out and do stuff, which is kind of really hard through COVID as well. Um, but um, she was a wonderful chat also, wasn't she? Yes, she was. Very, very down to earth. Very down to earth, wasn't she? And, and, and she's uh, not far off from having a little bub, so she gave up some of her time as well, which is uh, we thought was really special. And Shane asked a question about one of her most memorable stories. Yeah, so probably one of my favourites today is, um, and our earliest living social guest is Sean and Michaela. Um, so they'd always kind of been friends, but never really um, gone out and done, done activities and stuff together. And through living social, um, they started planning their own adventures via Zoom. Uh, with me, and then we'd go out and do all kinds of different adventures that they wanted to do. So, been to the city, um, picnics, all kind of different things. And it's been really nice seeing their friendship strengthen through um, the support that we're providing. That was Alicia Wilson from Live and Social. The next one I've got now is Kathy Bartlett from Live. To achieve. Now, how did the, all this one come about? What a great story. Now, Kathy was uh, episode two, second person you chatted to, but how did this one come about? That was because Radio Voice went to Live to Achieve and did a podcasting, little podcasting thing out there. We did a little session out little there. Session we, t- we took out the roadcaster out, didn't we? And we gave everybody a chance to speak into the microphones, which was a real lovely experience. Yeah, and hard for some of them. Very hard for some. So there was one of the couple that I, even I had to walk out the room. You were playing Marshall at one stage, weren't you? Because you know yourself that it's quite daunting to speak into a microphone, but you, know, you were able to sit there and guide people through because they were listening to how calm you were when it came to talking in the microphone. And Kathy's a is a lovely individual doing and beautiful things. And she's also things. a mum with a, with a daughter who'd also got 
disability herself. Absolutely. So we wanted to find out why she started in the sector. Um, I've been working in the disability sector for close on a decade. And I found during this time, I had a strong connection to the young people I worked with and helped. The happiness and the joy they received from interacting with therapists and support staff really warmed my heart. And I knew I wanted to start my own organisation so I could continue to improve the lives and provide them with happiness. And now prior to me opening my own business, I worked for an organisation supporting young people with disabilities. And from my experience working alongside these young people, as well as having a daughter with disabilities, I learned about the individual needs of these young people. I found that their needs weren't quite being catered to in many other programs. And I aspired to start my own support service that would run more personal, tailor-made programs that taught life skills in a hands-on, holistic approach. The beautiful Kathy Bartlett from Live to Achieve. What a lovely person doing beautiful things. Talking about beautiful things, this one's right up your alley, pardon the pun. Uh, we chatted to Emily Rennes from uh, Tempin Bowling Australia. Now, you're a bit of a bowler yourself. Yes, I am. You're a good bowler. Yes, I am. You know, it's funny because our listeners don't realise that I've actually invited you to go bowling on several occasions. You keep ducking the subject. <laughs> Because I think you just don't want to embarrass me going going bowling and kicking my backside. Of course. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Now, uh, one of the programs that Emily runs, or Tenpin Bowling Australia run, is Bowlability. What's all that about? So Bowlabilities is a program that Tenpin Bowling Australia have designed, and we like to think of it as a really great way to learn how to bowl. So a lot of people think, oh, I already know how to bowl. You've just got to put the ball down the lanes and that's it. But actually, there's a lot of technique involved in getting that ball to knock over all 10 pins. And so with bowl abilities, it's um, essentially eight one-hour sessions. And we go through some more of the details so that you can learn how to knock those pins over more effectively and more efficiently. So we go through things like spares and strikes, how to score, um, different ways to hold the ball, so one hand or two hands different ways to deliver the ball. So you might do it from sitting, from standing, or with a, a roll or a step to walk up. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a good way to better understand how to learn. The other nice thing about ball is I have to mention before I go back for another question, is that we use carpets over the top of the lane. So one of the hardest things about bowling, as you probably know, is the pins are a long way away from where you have to release the ball. So when we put carpets over the lanes in the first session of bowl abilities, you're actually halfway down the lane. So you're nine metres closer to the pins and you start developing a straight delivery of the ball from there and then you work your way back. Do you reckon that would be something that would improve your bowling, shame? No. <laughs> you're, you're fine on the full length lane, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Very good. That Emily Rennes from TBA. Now we've got Martina Neto from Faith Disability Services. Now what's your connection with the lovely Martina? She's my support coordinator. Now part of what support coordination does is being able to work through your plans as well. So there are, you have a plan manager, is that correct? Yes, I do. So if you want someone to go in to bat for you and to fight for uh, a review or get a little bit more additional funding for something, then a support coordinator like Martina is the person that you go to to, to go in to fight for you. Is that right? Yes, it is. How do you find working with Martina? 
good. She's very good at what she does, isn't she? Yes, she is. Now, there's been some times when you've had to have some conversations with Martina. Uh, we were interested to find out what uh, what she does as far as plan management goes and how all that comes about. This what happened. We've got something like we did this morning brings me joy. It it helps me realize that not everyone understands their NDIS plan. Yeah, you always need someone to help you look at this plan and break it up. So you've got your core supports and you've got your capacity building and you've got your um, capital building. And those are just words. And for someone uh, with a disability, it could be hard to uh, understand something like that. And it could be um, basically be thrown in the too hard basket. And we see a lot of plans that are underutilized. And I don't want that to happen ever. I want us... So every, every person I meet, I want to be able to help them use their plan to the best of that abil- their ability, use their plan to the maximum capacity. And the reason I can do that is I sit with the person and I break down every single part of the plan and tell the person which service they could use for which part of their plan. Yeah? Yep. So... Um, You've got money sitting there. It's your money. You just need the guidance and the assistance to put you in, like almost link you up with services to use that money. Martina Neto there from Faith Disability. What a lovely chat. Highly but great people you've chatted through through season one. This is the first of two recap shows. We've got that much to squeeze in. And in episode 12, you chatted to JP. Now, JP Malam has his own podcast, Talk All Things with JP. Uh, another young man doing wonderful things. So you guys have a bit of a connection. You've known each other for a while. Yes, we do. Both doing podcasts, both working with one another and helping each other out. Uh, part of what JP does is also talk to people like you do and understand their stories. And he had a bit of a conversation around someone that you know. Lara Jane, Lara G Mitchell. Now, Lara, it was from what? She was a saddle child club. Saddle club. Now, you were you into the saddle club? Yes, I was. What was about the saddle club you liked? Everything. Yeah, you just liked the horses or you just liked the acting? Both. I don't think I ever saw it, you know. I don't think my boys even watched it. So, Lara was an actor on the saddle club, and uh, you wanted to find out from JP what that was like actually interviewing her on his podcast. And this is what she had to say. Yes, I sure did. Uh, yes, so her name is Lara Jean Marshall. And yes, yeah, she's an actress as well. And uh, she does some work at the radio station as well. Um, and that's how I got to meet her. Um, and she's a studying journalist. And we were just, you know, uh, getting along. And we were talking. And uh, on the day I went in with Cindy, we shared the radio room together. So we all worked together, which was really good because they were... Um, practicing for something. I can't remember. Um, so we all shared the radio room and we, you know, we were getting along, we met each other and then um, she had an assignment for her studying um, and she needed to interview someone for her assignment and um, yeah, she chose to interview me, which was really good. Uh, that was really fun. I'm really uh, thankful and honoured to get that experience. And then yeah, I got onto my podcast show, uh, which is Talk All Things with JP. And yeah, I got the interviewer, and yeah, that was really fun and good. That would have been good to have someone like her. Yes, it was. 
That was all. That was JP. What a great chat uh, that he had with Lara Jean Marshall. Boy, I tell you what, recap number one, season one's been jam-packed. We've got another one to do next week. You've got so many talented people to squeeze in. It's a wonderful chat to do my recap show number one. Merry Xmas and ciao for now. That was another episode of Disability Talk with Shane. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify or check us a like on socials. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas.